and most uh rich rising again i'm recording right now i'm putting everything together um recording in progress the one thing that um that most women don't know or people don't know about me is that um i came from a very awesome relationship that turned to a very stressful um um I don't know how to put it where a, ch a child was born in, in the beginning of my relationship that I didn't know about and um, just learning how to trust people when you already have, you know, those issues in your family or, you know, before you even come to the world. So long story short, short, Corey has a brother that's a little bit older than him. So uh, what happened in our lives don't have nothing to do with our children if that makes sense i can't hate a kid um i can't add, i can't hate children they weren't asked to be here um and so okay um so yeah i wasn't you know i'm not that type of, it don't matter like it don't like that is like i, I feel like it's a blessing and a curse to have a big heart because people can do so much to you and you can still love them so much. But at the end of the day, when it comes to children, um, I could, uh, as a teacher, like when it come, when it came to the children in the classroom, I could solely get into it. Your mama, your daddy, we can, uh, cuss each other out almost to the point where we about to fight and I'm still love your child. Um, because I can't help your child can't help you ignorant. Like it's just one of those things, uh, like our children can't, you know, help our past mistakes or, and should not be punished for them at all. Like our kids should not, I should not be punished for my mom and dad's relationships. You know, I, I, I literally went through a state where a lot of the people, um, and, and, and I'm going to be honest, they treated me different. And, um, and a lot of them had issues with, you know, something with my mom, you know, uh, I don't know clear about the stories, but when you, when you grow up, some pieces start to be put together. Why people don't fool with you or they don't do things a, a certain way with you. You know, you can call us the black sheep. You can call us the shepherd of the sheep, whatever you call. I stopped calling myself the black sheep. I said I was a shepherd. I'm the lead. <laughs> I'm going to lead the sheep where they need to go. Um, but I, I just remember growing up and getting to a state like, yo, I like yeah, you didn't rock with me. You know, I was different. I was always a different child. I was always very direct. Um, and I told myself, you know, a couple of years ago, I said, I'm going to be that way again. I'm going to be direct. I'm going to be to the point where I'm going to voice my opinion always respectfully. I'm never, I'm never going to tear you down. I'm always going to see the great in everybody uh, because I always say we are here to create people. These women out here that think they can, you know, talk down on each other and, um, you know, not uplift and, and try to destroy because things are not in alignment. I put up a, a, a message the other day, you know, obviously it's a TikTok. <laughs> It's TikTok. I'm going to get my message apart. Look, I am building up my clientele. I'm building up 
the people on. You want to know why? Because I'm going to start speaking the word of God. See, they're going to catch. They're going to see these little funny TikToks and, oh, I love you. Something led me to you. I got a text today. Something led me to you. I really want to learn how to study uh, the foreign exchange market, right? It's all a catch. You got to hook people. You got to hook people. Um, and, and they like, they like to, they like energy and people want, people want to be a part of God. They want God in their life. They don't know. Let me tell you, I, you know how many people I've talked to that say, I don't know how to pray. I don't know how to, uh, I want to do it right. Even me I've had, I was like, yo, I don't even, I don't even understand. <laughs> like, I don't want to pray like that. Like I need to, I need, I need my prayer to be clear and direct. <laughs> so thank you. Praise. Thank you again. You know, if that's what I'm supposed to do, that's what I'm doing. Right. I want, I want my, I want my prayer to be clear. And if it's just a conversation with God, I need to have that conversation with God. That's what I want to do. But you know how many people raise your hand on here, you over 30 and you still was struggling with learning how to pray and just being able to get that message across. Cause so many people, they be really deep. It, 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 they, 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 they be deep and it be, it be confusing. It'd be like, so do I need to say all of that? Or why I just can't say this? I got a very simple way to pray, you know? And I, I got a prayer world where I got some prayer, prayer warriors on here, baby. I got some prayer warriors. I don't know which one of them on here, but, um, Miss Bada came to my house and she came and she came, uh, she came with the, with the, uh, the, the, the package to go. <laughs> okay. Um, and I have some 20 year old, uh, blessed oil that my grandpa had when I was a kid. You understand what I'm saying? So that's all I know. All I know is I bless my children before I leave the house, um, put some oil on them and cross them up and let them go. Baby, I did that to somebody in my house, baby. And they had a shift of, of the Lord. They had a shift. They couldn't do it. They, they, they demon was so strong. They couldn't even handle me being, me being funny, but blessing them at the same time. Some people don't understand how to receive that blessing. Let me tell you something. One thing I learned about what about about prayer is just like I can sit here and talk to y'all, I can talk to God. That's period on on point. But I had a conversation. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I had a conversation with uh, with Miss Doors. Um, baby, Miss Doors will go off, baby. She don't play about her Jesus. She don't play about her God, baby. That's one thing I love about Miss Doors. She don't play when it come to God. So I call Miss Doors. I say, I need, I need. Uh, this is what I'm doing, Miss Doors. What am I missing? What am I missing? Because I need to be clear when I lead the pack, when I pray, when I go uh, to many nations and pray over people, when I lead people back to God, I need to make sure I'm saying the right words because I'm not trying to curse nobody's life. You understand? And, um, but in the process over the years, I've had so many people, um, and, and she actually confirmed what I had already knew but from something that I learned um, a couple of years ago. But just to confirm it that I've been doing it right and just I just overanalyze everything, just being hard on myself and not really celebrate myself uh, was the clarity. But uh, I've met at least 100 women, men uh, that just don't know how to pray. For a while, Tyler was praying for me, praying better than me. You know, we would, we would go to... Uh, Tyler, my brother died. Tyler prayed over my brother. We had like a birthday celebration. Tyler prayed at the at the yard at the funeral. You know, my son has had that spirit for a minute. He's very serious about the prayer, uh, and he's not ashamed. And he was he's proud to pray in front of people. 
that's one child that I can say he's not ashamed of God. And I'm, I don't know. Uh, I'm very, very, very blessed to have that little boy in my life. Um, however, it is very simple um, to ask what you want. It is not the asking part that we struggle with is the receiving. All right. So tonight we're going to, yes, Tyler is a beast. He might, he might be hard, hard to come by. He might get on my nerves. He is going through some teenage, uh, uh, teenage lifestyle, but baby, my baby can pray. I bet you that he don't play by his God. That's what he don't do. He don't, we got, we got a couple of things we got to work on, but, um, that's it. But anyways, what I love about my mom and dad, and then I'm going to go into, um, read four and five of King, uh, first King, uh, three, four through five, chapter three, four and five, verse four and five. Um, uh, but what I love, um, and I tell y'all all the time, you know, my son's dad, he's, you know, he, I'm always be his first love. He can, he's always going to believe that we're supposed to be together and you got a lot to work on, baby. You're going to be with me. We going we, we can, we can make millions together. I'm not afraid of making millions with nobody. However, you're going to have to come correct this time, sir. Um, but anyways, my mom and dad were married in 1981. They were divorced in 1985. Um, but still to this day, maybe not today, because she's been, uh, she's had, uh, uh, she's been remarried uh, recently. Um, and I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna even go into that. But anyway, she's, my mom just got married again. Um, so, um, congratulations to her. Uh, but for a long time, my parents have been divorced for what, 30 three years, I'm going to say. That'll be 33 and 85. It's 33. That's not adding up for me. They've been divorced a long time, shoot. Like 36 something. I'm like, yo, this ain't adding up. Hold on, let me think about it. 36. 37, right? They were married on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 1981. I was born in 83. They were divorced, obviously, probably after my brother. Yeah, after my brother. 85 but no matter what they had two kids together and i never saw my mom and daddy fight in front of each other um not only did they get a divorce after 85 12 13 years later she had two more kids and my daddy still helped my mom and i'm sure if my mom didn't have her current situation lord jesus um my dad would still help my mom because they, they, I never, they just always had a fun friendship. And so I prayed to God and I said to myself, I said, um, I have to, I've always said, I have to forgive what I've been through with, uh, my significant ex, <laughs> um, because you can still be friends. I've never been a bitter what they call mother of my child. Uh, I've never been a bitter baby mother, um, whatever you want to call it. Um, I've never been a bitter ex. I've always been jokey. I've always been fun. And I've always wanted to have clear conversations with my exes or the children of my father, my, my, my children's fathers. That is very important to me. Now, if you want to act silly with me, then we are not going to go there. But I am more than willing to have fun with you. 
as long as the lines are not crossed and we're always respectful. That is what I've always, I'm never going to come at you twisted. But the moment that you disrespect me, it is over. The moment I allow you to shift energy, it is over, baby. Do you see this picture? That is greatness. That is greatness being reborn. You do not understand how and what I have sheltered myself from um, to be who I am today. Baby, come on. I'm going to give him the ride of his life and he's going to wish that he would have did better 10 years ago. And that's all I can say. Um, but respectfully, in order for me to grow, I have to respect my relationships. And if we cannot respect the relationships moving forward, then I just move around. I pray for you. I move around. Um, and But I'm always be everybody's friend. I'm always be happy with you. So here we are. Um, in, um, verse four, it says, oh, let me get my, let me get my life together. And I'm not going to harm you. We didn't went to this, um, this game place and my God today, when I say I've VR'd my life away, um, and I didn't know what a VR was, but we went to this game game uh, set up in um, um, yes, I don't know, but, you know, Stephanie, they had four different VR game setups, right? There's only one that we didn't do, but they're all I don't know what it was. All I know is at this place, I don't, it's called Andre, Andrea or whatever. I don't even know what it's called. Um, but we went to this place with the kids, um, the younger kids, the oldest ones didn't go, thank God, because it's pretty much $100 per kid. Um, and I ain't trying to have that kind of fun in this season, right? But you know what? I'm going to be real nice to you because you know why? Because you're going to pay for it, okay, sir? Very good. <laughs> So I just went along with the progress, you know. Um, thank you. Uh, that's all I can say. Um, so uh, went there, whatever. And yes, that's what Andreadits. What is it? And and Reddits. Andreadits. I don't know. I don't even try to. I don't even. I don't even care. That's what it is. <laughs> I don't care. All I know is they had some VR games there. Uh, baby, the first VR game, just, just let me tell you this. By the third VR game, I was about to die in laser tag. We did a laser tag game. Let me tell you something. I hid from the kids just so I catch my breath. I couldn't breathe. I said, this don't make no sense. This don't make no sense. God bless. Can, can I just pray for health? I mean, Julio, when I say my whole body, Corey, he was sleeping in the car. He was rubbing my arm so I knew he was about to go to sleep but that whole laser tag and you know it was like a little three four year old in there he might have been four or five he got so mad because every time I saw him I shot him he said will you stop shooting me ma'am I say look you is you can't be over here in this game being no sore loser now we got adults in here playing too shit you got it you got a best on you getting shot you don't want to get shot you go sit out and go go sit out in the play the playpen Cause over here, 
<laughs> it's every man for himself, baby. Baby, I'm not playing with you, baby. I'm trying to get these pumps. I'm trying to get them pumps. Baby, I don't care. I don't care. He came. He came. He came there with the nonsense, baby. If he came with the nonsense, he messed up, baby. Cause I ain't the one. I ain't the one. And he got his ass lit up like a like a candle. I lit his ass up every time I saw him. I lit him up, baby. Hold on one second. Hold on. I am. Uh, baby, I fired his ass up. He was so mad at me. I still lost. Baby, he learned today. He sure did. Fired his ass up. He was so mad. He was so mad. And it, the parents was probably like, why they put these big people in here with these folk? Baby, we did not care. I We did not care. I was just trying to win. I was trying to win. <laughs> not. I was not. All right, all right, all right. Let me get. Let, hold on, y'all. Let me get to it. Okay, so all right, so we did four games, and the last game it was, but you know, laser tag. It was me, Corey, Tyler. Not Tyler didn't go. Me, Corey, um, Corey's dad, and Corey's little brother. Corey's big brother went to that one. The first VR, the between the laser tag and the first VR game we played was a whole zombie game. It was freaking. I was scared. I, it really looked like the zombies were about to catch us, yo. I was jumping. And it was funny. It was so funny. I'm just, uh, <laughs> I was so like, I'm really, I can't believe I'm really running from a damn zombie. The man had to push me back into my box um, because I was everywhere. I was about to tear that whole thing up. Um, and then the last game we played, um it was like you're you're gonna it's based off your energy and um i was like well i know i'm gonna win this because my energy is flawless and so the last very game i was sick to my stomach by this game but the last game you basically um you basically um uh you shoot the stars so baby y'all know i won this game right i won the last game but i had so much fun i can't lie to you i laughed and smiled and um the devil tried me he say he say uh uh my son's dad say can you would you like to have a drink no sir he said you can't have a drink with me absolutely not he said why not i said because i'm doing i have a relationship with somebody and we're not drinking right now <laughs> But baby, I had a baby. I'm telling you, I had baby. I feel like, oh Lord, I like, I'm like, I want to go back when the kids not here. I can just spend money on myself and just play games on my days off, or you know what I'm saying. When I got a little break and just be a kid again, like live life, like you know, we. I, I know me. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you. I've been taking life really, really serious. Um, for the last, um. Um, the last few years I've been taking it very serious. Um, and that's something that I want to get up. All right. So I'm about to tell, help me say this word, Beth. Help me say this word. Cause baby, I will make up something. Baby, say this word that, that, uh, that Solomon went to where the Lord appeared. What did King Solomon again? I know it's a bitch. That Gibeon. Gibeon, okay, Gibeon. I was gonna say it, but you know what? 
when it come to reading, baby, your coach ain't it ain't for it. <laughs> yeah, it ain't for you. Okay, so I know that it's it's a city uh, about north of Jerusalem. I do know that. Um, Gibeon was first mentioned in the connection with Joshua's assault on the hill country after taking Jericho and Ai. His march would have been uh, taken north of Jerusalem. So that's 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 the city that we're talking about. So now that's where the king went to sacrifice there. For that was the great high place. Solomon offered thousands of burnt offerings on the altar. Verse 5 says, At Gibeon on the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask. I really think that should be all caps in the Bible. Ask, what shall I give you? Ask, what shall I give you? And Solomon said, this is six. I, might, I, just, I read six. And Solomon said, you have shown great mercy to your servant, David, my father, because he walked before you in truth and righteousness and upright of heart with you. You have continued this great kindness for him and you have given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day all right <laughs> so i feel like god was saying what do you want what what do you want sir what do you want um And just just in this season, just being blessed uh, by asking and God, you know, our offering. What what are you going to offer to God? That is what we're doing right now. I feel like our great offering. We're giving up everything that we can think of that can hinder us from our blessing. Do you agree? So that's what a fast is, right? You're fasting for wholeness in this season. You're fasting from from freeing you from your old self right you're giving up things that many of y'all probably ain't even fast and, and honestly you don't have to do a 30-day fast you can do a one-day fast i believe and i said after today we will fast on the 22nd of every month because once you write out that date and you leave off um even if you write out uh, um 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 what is it march 22nd 2020 uh, no matter what you write it's gonna be 222 right um and then still affirming i was thinking about still affirming at um 222 this year but uh at that time every day um i would need some some assistance with reminders sometimes i know i get caught up we could be in class we're doing other things it is a test um and anybody wants to start it but we're really in a season that you've been asking maybe you've been asking for what you want wrong maybe maybe the way you have been asking see what we fail to understand is most of the stuff that you've been asking for, you've already had. You already had. It's already there. Everything that you've been asking for, it's already there. Everything that you want, your heart desires, you already have it. The problem is you haven't learned how to receive it yet. 
You haven't learned to thank God for already having. You have not, you have not once wrote down, I have received it already because it's already there. It's wrapped in a bowl for 2022. It's waiting for you to open up your hands and say, I receive my new 2023, whatever you want. I receive, I receive. I mean, we clearly been talking about everything that he's promises. He said, you have plenty. You are blessed. You are the head and not the tail. That, that gets me. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. I will give you whatever your heart desires. He clearly, clearly said, ask. And you shall receive. See, we already in the stage where we're seeking everything we want. We already talked about that. We're seeking the kingdom now. More and more every day. More and more every day you should be on your hands and knees or standing up or praising outside in the yard. Whatever you're doing to make sure that you are understanding that you are about to receive every blessing you could ever ask for. It's already embedded. It's already in the blueprint. It's already written down. Everything you want is already written down. See, all right. And everybody has their way of manifesting everything. All I did was write it down on a piece of paper, February 22nd. Was it February? It was February 22nd, 2020, that I went and drove that car. I did not get the car I want. I actually, to me, got a car better. Big body. Luxury. Big time. Right? Um, got a car better than I wanted. Right? But I went and I test drove that white BMW. It did not have the peanut butter seats. I think it had a black interior. And that was fine, too. But I wanted that black. I wanted that white BMW in 2022. I wrote it down. I Very simple. I took a picture. You know how you take a picture like you already bought the car? Me and a little girl named Maya. That was my little girl that I that I endured, that, that I enjoy. She's like my little guard baby. I wanted to mentor her, but her mom ended up moving. They moved rather far enough. I don't even think I can get in contact with her. I'm gonna figure it out soon. Um, but I took a picture with that car. When I went in February, I forgot. February 2022, 21, February 2021, I forgot. That I had uh, took that picture, test drove that car in February of 2021, uh, 2020. In February 2021, I purchased that white BMW. Now, it wasn't a 6. It was an, a 7, right? Because they stopped making a 6. They make an 8 now. They make an M8 BMW, and it's the same. The only thing I didn't like about the M8 is that it had this console in the middle. And I didn't want that. I wanted people to have space. I wanted people to be comfortable. Why I want people to be comfortable in my car, I don't know. But baby, when I jumped in that that 740 and test drove it, I felt like a whole queen. I felt like a boss. I felt like a different boss. Like I felt like another level of luxury. I felt like money. Mind you, my whole summer before I moved back to Houston, my whole spring, I was driving a Mercedes S550. Where you open up the door and the, the Mercedes Benz light came on. I had that. I had the chance to 
to experience that, experience money. And I said, yo, I drove my, I drove a judge in Brenham's Bentley for the first time. This ain't no family member. He, he not my friend, but he trusted me for some reason. He let me drive his brand new. Let me drive his Bentley around town, me and my, me and Corey, right? And I just had these experiences of, 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 of cars, you know, and just in luxury and not saying that cars is all that. Um, but I had wrote it down and I knew that I was about to have a shift in a shift from where I was to where I was going real soon. I kept saying, it. everybody knew my daddy said that girl, that girl, that girl do is talk about money. I was going, but I had to be in alignment with what God wanted. So I prayed about it. Oh, he brought me, uh, he brought me, he brought me some great challenges after that. And I'm so grateful for every last one of them because it won't happen again. It will not. So God said, ask, what shall I give you? When I pray now, I thank him for what I already have that I haven't received yet. Because I genuinely believe that I'm about to receive more than I've ever wished for or dreamed for. He's put me in a place mentally that I can, I just feel it all over my body when I wake up, when I go to sleep, even if I even have a negative thought, I, 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 I erase it. He's made me so clear to the point where the enemy can't come in see, I had this, this, this conversation with somebody that said the enemy can only attack you with your past. <laughs> the enemy can only attack you with your past because that's all he know. The enemy can only attack you with your past. When you you put him second
everybody rich rising everybody um we're gonna get this call started um i was at swimming lessons i had to change up the schedule for the swimming lessons just one more time and um have that prepared for corey um and today, you know, I was a proud mama. Somebody called me and I was trying to record. Boy, I hung up that phone in their face. I said, hey, I, I can't have no conversation right now. This is serious for me, you know. So um, uh, congratulations to everybody that has been completing the fast. Uh, I see some people um, really, I could tell that they're really focused on like their whole self because they might not be on all the trading classes, but they are definitely here on the mindset. And I commend you for that because um, this is a different mindset. And in, in, in most most places probably don't want to hear this, and that's cool. Um, and I had to just tell myself that this is what this is the way I wanted to go, and this is what makes me feel good. And um it, it's very important for me to be able to um to to have that that wholeness you know what i'm saying like to feel like like i'm asking for god to give me discernment let me tell you something um so i have the uh maxwell leadership bible um created by john maxwell and i i um and I'm not an expert at this. That's cool. Uh, so I go, I listen to my spirit and I go by what is led. And if anything um, really, really sticks out to me, and if you don't know what it is, I don't know. I think I can show y'all what it is. It ain't going to show me. Um, but if anybody doesn't know, uh, John Maxwell is a, a, a motivational leader, speaker, mentor, or whatever. Um, but he created this. And it, within the book, it has different leadership laws that I should focus on as a leader or anybody who wants to be a leader, right? So um, I rushed home tonight because I was like, yo, I cannot have 
a bad night like with what i need to speak so making sure that i studied but making sure i was in front of my book uh making sure that i had everything in alignment um and you know got it right so we've been in uh first kings uh chapter three and tonight we're gonna do i spoke over voice uh, uh verse six like i read into it because i felt like it needed to go so i'm just gonna read i'm gonna read six through nine tonight just so you can understand and then how it really like really hit me like really really hit me today all right so verse six says in solomon which is you know solomon's the the soon to be king right or king um and he's young i, I learned that today i learned and and this is also um verse 3 through 28 talks about the law of intuition and i was like what better <laughs> what better um verse uh, or section to to go into uh, especially when you're when you're asking for guidance all right so first kings uh chapter 3 verse 3 through 28 is all about intuition which is literally all about discernment like listening to your inner peace and for me god will lead me and i always second guess his his leadership even it's crazy it might be crazy to y'all but there's times i know that i've even heard him say you know that trade right there that's that same trade you were talking about you need to go take that trade hold that trade that's the trade you've been looking for and <laughs> get in that trade even with trading i'm like yo he's like right there um so i don't care what nobody say like once you really get clear focus um my, my biggest thing is being able to balance my parenthood um keeping that energy accord uh uh in alignment um but keeping myself at peace because somebody told me that as a mentor for many um told me that i would never be able to trade because i was a mother and that my kids were going to hold me back from accomplishing this goal also this is bigger than just trading this is bigger this is bigger than just trading this is to show a man who said that I couldn't do it because my kids are going to hold me back um, to not only prove to to people who don't believe absolutely um, uh, who don't believe in in those parents who's who has multiple uh, businesses who have multiple streams of income and those types of things right all right so let me get let me get to the let me get to the facts let me get to the facts. Cause I don't want to hold you and I still got to go get Corey some milk. Oh, he's going to have a fit if he don't have no cereal. Okay. All right. So <laughs> it says, and Solomon said, you have shown great mercy to your servant, David, my father. I didn't understand that so much yesterday. I, I didn't give my time myself time to really, uh, interpret what I was reading and I was very embarrassed. So I wanted to make sure I don't do that today. Um, just being all over the place. And, um, but anyways, uh, because he walked before you in truth in righteousness and upright of your heart you have continued this great kindness for him and you have given him a son to sit on his throne as it is that day now oh lord my god you have made your servant king instead of my father david 
And it's almost like he's questioning, like, why me? Right? Why me? Uh, and that's what I got from that. Why, why, why me? I'm just a little kid, yo. Why is you trying to give me this, this, this responsibility? I don't know these people. I don't know how to determine X, Y, and Z. Okay, let me finish. Your servant king instead of David, my instead of my father, David. I am a little kid. I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is, you put emphasis on it. Everything that I put emphasis on is emphasis in the Bible that I'm reading. All right. And your servant is in the midst of your people whom you have chosen. Great people, too numerous to be numbered or counted. Too many, too many people. This is verse eight. Verse nine says, therefore, give to your servant an understanding heart to judge your people that I may discern between good and evil for who is able to judge this great people of yours. And I took that and ran with it. I was like, okay, right there, right there. So obviously Solomon at the time didn't feel like he was good enough. He's like, yo, why you didn't give me this? I ain't old enough for this job. You know how, you know how you see greatness in a child or you see greatness in other people. You're like, yo, that's the one. He's like, no, no, no. I'm going to do it. I'm, the parents be like, no, I'm going to do it. No, this is not for you. This is for him. God saw something special in him, right? So God may not have seen something special in you to be, uh, in, in your parents to be the generational curse breakers. God may not have seen something in your sister and brother to be the generational curse. God chose you. Everybody on this call is chosen. Everybody on this call is chosen. I said this since day one. Everybody on the call is chosen. Everything that I said is coming to pass. But he said, right now, in order for me to lead in the in in, in order for me to lead in the capacity that you see fit, I need to be able to know. The difference between evil and good. I need for you to clean my heart so I'm not quick to judge. Is that what he's asking? That's what I'm asking. I, I, I don't want to be, as soon as I meet people, I already got my shield up. Because I'm like that. I will fall in love with people. I will fall in love with people that could be dating my whole enemy. I can fall in love with people who could be my whole enemy. I can fall in love with people who come and only came to destroy me. They saw no fit to really go to a different level with me. And I was listening to a song or I was listening to something today. And sometimes I leave with my heart, right? I lead with my heart, right? So I have a really, really hard, hard time determining like, yo, like, dang, is this one of them, another one of them people? One of them people? And what I learned about people, I've always been a person that can look somebody in the eyes. If I can look you in your eyes 
and my energy drops. I've been discerning for a minute, didn't know what the heck I was doing. <laughs> I've been discerning for a minute, didn't ask for it. He gave it to me. I appreciate it. But if I can look you in your eyes, I've always been an eye, people, eye person. If I can look you in your eyes and my energy or my frequency shifts. Like I start feeling sorry for you. I start feeling self-pity. I start feeling doubt. I start feeling depression. I start, I, I, this, this, this spirit of sadness comes over me. This, this sorrow feeling. That is discernment. God is giving me that feeling. He's giving it to me right there. And I didn't know what it was. Nobody told me what no discernment was 10 years ago. I would, he would have saved me a lot of trouble. He would have saved me trouble because just from people coming in my space would let me know who using me. Who wants something for nothing. People been trying to take advantage of me since I was a kid. Since I was, I, I was adult. Come on, man. I'm in a small town, predominantly white right i'm a black girl ninth grade i got my first car i had a car my sophomore i had a car my junior year i had a car my senior year not only did i have a car my senior i had two cars so by by the spring of 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 uh senior year i had a whole new brand new car with a car in the yard spoiled <laughs> right but it was something about even then uh, uh, people were allowed in my space that needed a ride. You know, they your friend. They need a ride. They got no car, right? They know you, you, you in the city limits. You driving fast, you know. They want to ride with you. We turn 18, we can go to the club now. They want to ride with you. On top of that, they know out of all the people in the school, you one of them girls that got not one job, two jobs, senior year, junior year of school. Oh, she got some money. We didn't drove all the way to freaking Houston to go somewhere and you two, three, four people deep and everybody ain't got no money to get in. <laughs> Where was my discernment then? <laughs> I gave a lot then, right? You know what I'm saying? But guess what? That when, when people, people are out or sought out to just do one thing, they don't know no better. They don't know that karma is a mug. No matter how old you are, how young you are, karma comes back to you and slap you in, in your ass real quick. Give you a nice kick, a nice punch in the face. You know what I'm saying? But the discernment right here, even Solomon's asking like, yo, you put me here. See, God is going to put me, put people in front of me, thousands of people in front of me because he's going to trust me. He's going to trust me he's gonna put me in in front of many nations right because he's gonna trust me right now we are in preparation for us to be able to discern who can go and who can't go who's who's gonna be good to you who's gonna be good for you and who's not and the discernment is gonna help you and release you from that heartache Because I'm going to be clear and silent enough. I'm going to be quiet enough to be able to hear him say, not her. 
not him. Don't go back down that same road that you just came from. She's going to do you like she did you. See, when people are for you, they will outwork you. When people are for you, they will outwork you. You don't have to question that. They don't want nothing from you. Period. I know for a fact. Even when I wasn't for people, I still outworked everybody in my environment. And if I didn't know something, I was willing to go out of my way to learn it. And nobody could keep me from that because I knew for some reason I had an assignment. I just didn't know anything about discernment. I didn't know that God was literally putting me in this place. I felt funny. I felt weird. I asked why in my own in my own spirit, I ask why, like, why, why, why? Every situation I've been in, whether it's a job, whether it's a school I've been to, I don't have many relationships with people, but why did you allow people to come in my space if you knew they were gonna let me tear down? Because God said, I needed to test your discernment. See, I'm about to take you some places. So I allow certain people to come in your space when I say I've been single, I've been single. I've been single from friends. <laughs> My best friend know I will ghost her. I ain't seen her since July. I will ghost her the whole year. She know I'm going to call her next month. Her birthday is next month. Right? Like, if you want to see me, you got to literally live with me to be in my space. Otherwise, I go off and I get in, in, into, in, in mission. I go that I'm seeking something right so sometimes a friend is not needed in this space and for many times if it wasn't for some of y'all on this call i wouldn't talk to nobody i live my life in silence i've lived my life in silence for years now if you get me in space if you come in my space and let's say we meet up we hang out we have a dinner lunch whatever you're gonna get the best of me and you're gonna have a great time but let me tell you, he's brought people in my space that I would have never, ever allowed to come in my space prior to. And for everybody that has come in my space, I either misled them, right? I either misled them, not misled them. I misled myself believing, okay, this one, I was right about this one. I was wrong about this one, right? I always believe that people, you will always remember how people make you feel. I don't give a damn what nobody say about me. You're going to always remember. I'm going to always remember how you made me feel. And you're going to remember how I made you feel. Always. The one thing I won't do is I will never disrespect you. And if I ever disrespect you, it's because you took me to an uncomfortable place where I had to step out of my comfort zone to correct something. I don't see it as disrespect. I would never disrespect you unless you put your hands on me or whatever the case. But God has truly given me this part right here where it says, 
for who is able to judge this great people of yours because nobody's able to judge solomon said give me so in so many words he said clean me clean me oh god give me give me give me a clean heart every day i ask god to give me a clean heart make me more like you that song says make me more i want to be more like you because sometimes being a human could be so harsh and we live in a, 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 a unfair world and i don't want to be so quick to tear people down i just want to be right i don't want to give up on people that are really here to help and serve me i don't want to question when they are serving me right so every day it's funny i'm asking for wisdom in proverbs it say only a fool don't ask for wisdom come on now only a fool don't take advice from somebody that does something they want to do only a fool <laughs> only a fool will lead themselves right i'm not i'm not trying to be no fool it talks a lot in Proverbs about common sense too. <laughs> and it's funny that I'm reading this today in common sense, good common sense. It comes up over and over again. I can't wait. I'm going to text my mama and let her know I got a lot of common sense. I just want you to know that. I can't get that out of my mind. I think I was a lot wiser than she knew me to be for a child. That it didn't look normal. That the whole time she had a child full of wisdom in her house and she didn't even know it. Right? And she didn't know how to accept it. Even as a little girl, my discernment was on point. From the dreams I was having, I'm, I'm fast forwarding it to 20 years later, 30 years later, the dreams I used to have, the conversations I used to have, this was crazy. I didn't know nothing about that. But that sweet little lady, she she saw something in me and as all a, mo, a lot of mothers they can't they they don't know how to accept the greatness in their children so sometimes they allow their insecurities to tear their children down trust me no matter how much for me god allowed that to happen it allowed me to see that the only one that i really had to make that i wanted to be proud of me is is god the only person that i needed validation from was god the only person that i needed understanding from was god the only one that i needed to to guide me in the right direction is god because nobody i cannot see anybody in my family that i want to listen to nobody absolutely no th uh, there's nobody that i want to say is wise enough for me to listen to anything you have to say the only person that i can get what i need from is the spirit oh my spirit finna be strong i did my numbers for the day i wrote my affirmations down for the day i wrote my goals of what i could be by 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 april the way that we're doing because of the discernment because of the witness because i'm not being greedy because i'm being patient before I'm, because i'm at asking for guidance 
I could be at over over six hundred thousand by April. By what I'm doing right now. Taking little steps. Asking for wisdom. Asking for discernment. Not just in my life, but in my trading life too. He saw something incredible in me for me to be here, to be able to speak to you, to be able to guide you. I ain't no pastor. I ain't went to no theology school, whatever it's called. I don't have no degree in this. So I asked him to give me an understanding heart. So I'm not quick to judge anybody. I don't want to have nothing. I got to have my personal opinion about everybody. I'm going to tell you what I feel about you. And whatever I tell uh, A, I can tell B. And if I'm talking about B, I can tell B what I said to A. And I can tell A what I said to B. I don't have a problem with what I say. <laughs> That's the great thing about me. Some people going to see it as whatever it is. But see, when you when you want to naturally be honest, I'm going to say whatever I feel because God gave me a mouth. So I can say whatever I feel. It is up to you to perceive it however you feel to take it. That's what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to be quiet in 2022. Nor are you going to be quiet in 2022. If there's something that you don't agree on, you need to stand up for yourself. I'm going to say... Whatever I feel, because when I don't say what I feel, when I don't say what somebody needs to hear, I'm getting screwed over. That's the, that's the, that's the stinky end of the stick. So in this season, when I walk, let me tell you something. Let me tell you what God has been doing for me. When I walk in a room, if I even feel like my, my back ain't straight, he tell me to straighten up. He say, you better own this room. I'm at the swim club. <laughs> Walking in like I'm the CEO of Houston Swim Club. You feel me? I'm walking to HCB. I'm being picky about my grapes. You feel me? My apple needs to be right. Them greens better be fluffy. That cabbage better shine. I'm picking. I'm being picky. In 2022, baby. I own the room when I walk in. I'm going to tell you something. And I'm going to leave y'all alone tonight. I'm going to make this short. I spoke at this conference. Uh, uh, this lady, she uh, she was from North Carolina, I want to say. Baltimore. She was Baltimore, Maryland. She was the first guest on my show. Um, Later on that year, she had a event. I want to say in Houston where she allowed me to speak. And I didn't invite nobody, didn't tell nobody, didn't care. I didn't believe that anybody that genuinely wanted to support me would needed to be there. So I came by myself. Um, and then people before would, would ask, ask me, why you didn't invite me? Because you were going to judge me. You weren't just going to let me be myself. You're going to tell me what I need to do, how my hair need to be, your makeup need to be a certain way. And, I don't want to hear that. I want to. I want to be this. I want to be exactly who I am right now. I was able to come home, put a hoodie on, rock lamb squad, and say to hell with everybody in this season. This is how I want to look. I want to look like 
I'm about to rob something. Damn it. That's how I want to be. I want to be comfortable in my own skin in this year. I don't want to be dressing for other people and their thoughts. All right. So this lady comes in and she had a glow on her. Just like a glow of wisdom, like like a like a discerning. Okay, so First uh, King, chapter three, verse ten and eleven. Remember, on Monday we were talking about discerning. All right, so yeah, I wrote down two things today. Two things as I'm reading, as I'm listening to something. One of them I'm missing. All right, one thing. I wrote was first things first, because that's the book that I need to go find and read, right? First things first. That's a book that's recommended to me that I need to go and read, all right? Uh, second, I wrote down this today. Progress is measured by assignment. Progress is measured by assignment, okay? That's two things. But there's something else. Oh, and Pam was like, Tracy, when you have a thought, write it down. And I did not write it down. I did not write it down. Oh, God, I didn't write it down. Okay, hold on. Let me think about it. We've been doing something that that we've been doing something that we want to do. We want to correct now. We're in the season. So it came over my spirit. We have how many weeks left? Two weeks left. Two weeks left. Today makes... 14 days left before the 26th, right? Congratulations. Y'all have made it 12 days so far. No, no, no. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. We're going to the 26th. So y'all have made it 16 days. 16 days. That's as fast. 16 days. Y'all doing an amazing job um, reconnecting, right? All right. So here, here's the thing. We've been, I've been saying something and I want to switch it up. We've been talking a lot about asking God for this, asking God for this, reminding him of his promises, telling him we're going to do this. But the next two weeks, the next two weeks is going to take you to a different level. That is what my spirit is saying to me today. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm like, yo, we got two weeks left. We got two weeks. We're about to shift. Like what you've been doing, you're not going to do. The last two weeks you've been you've been getting it, but now the last two weeks you've been able to create. Uh, um, you've gotten connected, you've gotten clearer, but now you got to dive in deep. The next two weeks you got to dive so deep in your soul you can feel you can feel the spirit in your toes. You're gonna dive a little bit deeper, you know. I'm gonna tell you why. Because now you're about to move a little bit different and you're going to move if you don't know your assignment because some people still don't know their assignment. I'm not saying it's you on this call. It, you might be you, so receive it. If you still like in your life, you in your 30s, 20s, you in your 40s and you're like, God, what am I supposed to be doing? What am I supposed to be doing? You're asking, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're wearing multiple hats, but none of those hats fit. Or there's one that fits, but you you doing you you're an octopus. You got so many arms, you juggling so many things at one time. You don't know what he wants you to do. See, you've been focused on what you want to do. You've been focused on what you want, what you want to receive, what you're what you want to gain out of life, but you forgot to focus on what he wants for you. I said to myself one day and I was asking, I was like, yo, 
You know, I, I made a TikTok one day. Y'all know I'm a TikTok. Y'all better go. Y'all better go watch my TikToks. Okay, you better watch my TikToks. All right, so I'm on one of the TikToks. And one of them says, not the one that says move. Not the one that says move. It's the one that I mentioned this before. I was, I, I, I was, I, I had to ask myself, am I doing what he wants me to do? Did I pray over my friendship with Melissa before I became her friend? Did I pray over my guidance for a tie before I gave it to her? When I had my last conversation with Mayan, did I give myself a second to listen to my spirit, get alignment with my words and the words that God wanted me to speak over her life or the words that he wanted me to speak in her life, right? So I'm thinking about this. And I said, okay, today, the next two weeks, we're going to switch up something. We're adding, we're adding to greatness. We're adding to the wisdom that we're asking for. We're asking, look, when I say on the 26th, your glass view is going to be so crystal clear. You're going to want to ask Jesus, what did he use to make that clear? Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes you can't never clean the glass right. It's always a streak here, a streak there. But let me tell you something. Two weeks from now, 14, seven plus seven, two weeks from now, your life, your light, your vision, your focus is going to be so clear on the assignment that he has on your life. Not just about what we're, what we're praying for, not just for all the blessings that we are about to receive because they already there. Not that, but see, you're about to do something so incredible. You're about to see so clear that nobody's going to be able to fool you. See, the last few years of your life, we, including me, don't let, I'm not going to sit here and act like I ain't had some struggles. But for some reason, Y'all can quote me if you want to. You can you can testify, raise your hand, give me a finger, whatever, say hell no, nah, that don't work. But let me tell you, you can't tell me in the last few years or years prior to, you done came around some people and they made you feel like you had the word stupid on your forehead, crazy on your forehead, <laughs> clown on your forehead, fool on your forehead. They made you feel like there's something... There's something written somewhere on my body that says I have to fall for your stupidity. Can you agree? <laughs> you you thought that you had me. <laughs> fool me one time, shame on you. Yeah, but I let you fool me three times because I wasn't clear on my assignment with you. See, everybody comes in your life. They say for a season or a lifetime. That's in the scripture. I didn't make that up. Everybody comes in your life for a season or some of y'all are on here and y'all paying y'all tithes every month to the Lamb Squad. Y'all didn't understand it. See, what you're doing is bigger than you thought you were doing. You have been sowing to the Lamb Squad because we're about to do some things in the squad that we ain't never, ain't no trading group ever done before. See, this ain't your regular squad group, baby. We're doing, we're in alignment 
with what God, not in alignment with just learning how to trade. We're in alignment with God. He has an assignment for this group. And not everybody's going to be able to do that assignment. So he's lining up the right people to be in this atmosphere so we can go to a level that we ain't never been before. And he's going to make sure he we take the right people with us. I've already said that since day one. Since day one. People that are going to be here are going to understand why they're here. You, are, you have a purpose on your life. God didn't create you just to be here. Because if you were still here, that means your purpose has not been fulfilled. See, if your purpose will fulfill, you'll be gone already. Y'all still here. There's, so there's still a purpose on your life. You're still here because you're still listening to me. If that's all you do every day at 6 o'clock is listen to Coach T. You've paid your tithes and offering for the month. Trust me. <laughs> okay? That's what you're doing. Because there's something that God wants. He didn't want you here for money. He didn't want you here for that. Your season might not be for your, he, your season might be here because he wants you to ask him, God, guide me. Tell me what you want me to do for you. I am not here. I was created to do something for you. Give me clear guidance, instructions on my assignment in 2022 because I know that I'm about to do something that I cannot do by myself. There's levels that I'm about. There are people, there are nations, there are things, dogs, flowers. I don't care what it is that I'm about to touch that I need your guidance and I need your peace on my life because I know that I can. Okay, so let me get back to the scripture. That's what Solomon did. Had to, had to, that didn't click for me till today. It didn't click. It clicked today. Okay. He said, he didn't say, I'm about to be rich. Gang, gang. Yo, you made me the king, bro. I'm about to go up. Boy, we about to pop bottles. Jesus made me the boss, y'all. He got me all over these people. These people finna be serving me. These people finna be doing what I told them to do, what I tell them to do. He ain't do that. At the end, he says, give me, give to your servant, Solomon, an understanding heart to judge your people that I may discern between good and evil. See, this is, this is nine. I had to go back and review. He's asking God for what? Wisdom. He's asking God for what? Discernment. Okay. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? He said, God, keep me clear because I don't want to come over here and cuss nobody out. I'm trying to respect your people. You didn't gave me an assignment that I didn't ask for. <laughs> so I need your guidance because you about to, you about, I don't want to act a fool and embarrass you. That's what he asked him, right? He's saying, God, I don't want to embarrass you. <laughs> so please give me guidance, my word, make my heart clear. I don't want to judge your people because you gave me an assignment that I don't think I'm great enough for. That's why most of y'all ain't moved around. See, God and called you many times and said, I need for you to do this for me. And you said, uh-uh, mm -mm, you trying to make me do too much. I ain't going to be able to do that one. 
Mm-mm, mm-mm. I ain't ready for that one, God. I, I, people is gonna be looking at me. People gonna be judging me. They, I, I ain't got no money for that one. I ain't ready for that. I'm not ready to stand in front of people. Mm-mm. I don't want to hear them. That don't need to be judged. They about to talk about me. They about to talk about what I'm wearing. But see, we don't care no more. That's what I'm telling you. When he put it. An assignment as powerful as some of y'all got some assignments on your life. He's put, he's going to put you in some very uncomfortable places. But where there is life, there cannot be darkness. I'm going to say that one more time. He's going to put you in some very uncomfortable places. Trust me. I know very uncomfortable places. To bring out the best in you, but you're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. You're going to miss it because you're going to be worried about how you feel. You're not going to be quiet enough to ask him, God, please tell me what you want me to do right now. This ain't what I'm about, bro. I'm about to slap a hoe this season. You got to really, 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 really ask him, yo, what do you want for me? Because... Where there is life, not light. I thought it was light. It was not light. Where there is life, there cannot be darkness. So, therefore, if you are speaking life over yourself, there cannot be darkness. Darkness, negative thoughts, doubt, uh, worry, uh, uh, guilt, they can't survive if you speak life over your own damn life. If you see the greatness that he has placed you in, it, oh my God, if you can look in the mirror and see how beautiful you are and see how powerful you are, you cannot life, life. Darkness cannot live in life. Mm-mm. No, it cannot. It cannot. It cannot. That's like trying to close, no matter how, no matter how much <laughs> you close your blinds, when the sun shines, you can still see light, can't you? Absolutely. Life don't go away because you're in your feelings. There cannot be darkness. That's why when you are feeling depressed or you're feeling a certain way, you're feeling like you just don't have no more decisions. You feel like you don't know which way to go. They tell you to go outside and take a walk. Because because life where there is life there cannot be darkness i didn't got off what i'm supposed to be talking about okay hold on let me get back to the bible all right chapter three kings first Kings, chapter three verse 10 says the speech pleased the lord that solomon had asked this thing he asked the thing was god what can i do for you give me the words to speak give me a clean heart as that i can judge people i cannot judge people but i can help people based on what you think is best give me the discernment to separate the good from the bad okay cool there's no such thing as good and bad but good and evil whatever don't let me get into it all right verse 11 says then god said to him because you have asked this thing 
He did not ask for nothing selfish. He asked, what can I do for you? Or give me the guidance because you're giving me this position. So give me, the, tell me what you want me to do, man. Tell me, tell me what you want me to do. And then he says, and have not asked for long life for yourself, nor asked for riches for yourself, nor have asked the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern justice. Okay. He said, man, you could have asked for a whole bunch of different stuff, but you didn't. You asked for discernment. Many of us haven't asked for discernment. Half of us didn't know what the word meant. It took a long time to get to that. Ooh, what is that word? That's a big word. I don't know what that word is. Now you know what it is. Right? Now you know what it is. Now you know what it is. You're asking for wisdom on your direction. You are thanking him for wisdom as he guides you in whatever direction he sees fit for you that works best for him. Okay. He said, man, you could have asked me for anything, but you asked me for guidance to do right by my people. You are here right now because you want to do something right for God. And I thought about that as I go into detail and I said, oh man, I got some work to do. The next two weeks, I really need to shut out the world. I need to go even deeper. I got a calling on my name that's so heavy that I can make knowing how God works, knowing what God can do for us. I can make learning about the word of God fun again. I can keep it fun and crazy and bring people back and let them know that we human. Ain't no judgment in your life. Ain't no judgment in your past. We all trying to get somewhere in life. I don't care if you ugly, fat, skinny, tall, short, stubby, smart, dumb, whatever you are, broke, rich, wealthy, you got a lot, you got a little. The only thing he's asking for us is to believe that his son died for us. That's all he asked us. And then follow the commandments, of course. And minister his word. Be proud to say, yo, I'll do anything for him. I'll lead anything for him. Anything he asks of me, I will do. That's what he wants us to do in this season. It's not about the money. It's about guiding his people back to him.
Y'all know y'all got some mamas and daddies lost. They forgot about God. They forgot about believing in God. They lost. He said, I'm going to use you, but I got to get you right first. I got to get you right first. If you can just bring me one person back to the kingdom, because at the end of the day, the most important thing that you can ever ask for is seeking the kingdom. You think you're going to be blessed because you're seeking the kingdom right now? You're seeking the kingdom through a trading group where you really just came to make money. <laughs> but God didn't came back in into the trading group. And many of us has walked away because we came in, in accordance with people that are supposed to be speaking the word of God or supposed to be preaching the word of God. And they've made us feel like, oh, that can't be right. That can't be godly what they doing. Them ain't God peoples. God peoples don't do that. God people don't tell people apart. God people don't weigh you down. God people don't, don't destroy. They don't kill. Mm -mm, they can't be. He said, I, 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 I'm finding, I'm finding my tribe. How I say, I'm about to track my tribe. God about to attract his tribe in this season. Y'all, this season right now is more important than anything. You need to be seeking the kingdom and asking him, use me. No, don't even ask him. Just be like, yo, use me, bro. What you want me to do, baby? I got you. I stand 10 toes down with God. <laughs> Because that's the only person that had my back. Everybody else that talked about me. Behind my back. That's why they ain't on your level. They talk about you behind your back. They can't talk about you to your face. Right? That's why they behind you. But see, who's in front of you is the person that you need to be paying attention to. That good old godly spirit. He the boss. He the truth. He the life. He life. He gonna give it to you. So now in this next two weeks, your prayer gotta gotta shift just a little bit. We gotta add a little bit to it. Gotta add a little sauce to it, baby. You gotta start asking him and thanking him. What do you want for me? What do you want for me? I've been asking a lot from you, but what do you want for me? Don't forget about that part. What is my assignment in this season? What is my assignment for this year? Because for you, I'll do anything. You done gave a lot. You done gave a lot. So the next two weeks, your phone might need to be on do not disturb. The next two weeks, I'm promising you right now, the next two weeks, about to be incredible. There's something else that you need to do. You're not quiet enough. We still having conversations with people that's not trying to lead us in the right direction. You have a conversation with me, baby. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you some light. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna give you some light. I'm gonna tell you why. Because I know too much. I see people before they even come. 
I called Tyler and said, hey, man, go to the door. Somebody at our house. I ain't got no echo. What's some things called? I don't have no ring. The ring don't work. Somebody was at our door, and I didn't even, I didn't even know. I just said, hey, man, go outside. Somebody at our door. Nobody called me. I do that all the time. I can feel people pull up. I don't even know who coming. I can feel people pull up. They be outside. I'll go open the door. It's something about something about me and my time, and it's just it's funny. I I don't pay attention. I just start paying attention to that. But I need to be even more clear. I need him to. I need to be in so much so so much alignment with him that I'm seeing things happen before they happen. That's how clear I want to be. That's how present I want to be when he speaks to me. So today, I didn't even know that we only had two weeks left. I didn't know we had 14 days left. I didn't know it was the 12th. And something said the next two weeks is going to be very valuable, Tracy. And I say, look, ain't nothing else I could take out of this diet. I don't, this fast, this, <laughs> ain't nothing else I can take out. He said, yes, it is. There's some things, there's, there's still some things you got to take out. You ain't, you ain't all the way there. You missing something. I said, okay, okay. Let me reevaluate what I've been doing. Cause I'm still missing something. I need to clear this up. I thought I was doing very well. I was following the rules. He said, no, 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 you, you, you. You about to go somewhere. You about to take your people somewhere. I need you to be so clear. I need you to be quiet. I say, well, okay. <laughs> That's a little hard for me. He say, no, for real, I need you to be quiet. And I just need you to listen. So I don't know what y'all need to do, but the next two weeks, my phone finna be different. Majority of my day will be dedicated to hearing him, seeking out his voice. I need clear discernment. You about to be at the highlight of your life. He's about to send so many people your way. He got to make sure you protected beyond your wildest, baby. I mean, you about to have a shield like you got a whole thousand dollar a day bodyguard. Because you're about to go to levels that God got to make sure that you're covered and that you can hear him when a fool try to come and fool you in this season. So he told me to make sure that when you pray, that you ask him before you do anything, tomorrow you ask him, God, remove whoever should not be in my life. Allow me to know the difference between the good and the evil in your people. Give me the discernment to make the right decisions in this season, in this year. I don't want to be, I don't want to be nobody's fool. In this season, he's going to give me clear decision on who is for him, not who for me. Who is for him? See, you can't be the devil and God's best friend. That ain't going to work. 
I don't want to be straddling the fence with people who call themselves my friend and at the same time my enemy. That ain't going to work. Nor do I want to be friends with anybody that sleep with the enemy. I say, oh my God. You can't. Is that even possible? No, we're not trying to do that. We're not trying to do that in the season. We're going to separate that. You either for him or you against him. There is no straddling the fence when it comes to Jesus and God. I'm just put it on for Jesus in this season. I am going to put it on for Jesus. I am going on dates with Jesus. I am dating and courting Jesus in this season. And if that is not what you want to do, then that is not for you. And I am not for you as well. However, in this season, there are some things that I am not going to be able to do by myself. And that is definitely, he knows that I'm a very gullible, gullible little girl. He knows that everybody, Tracy loves everybody. And my friendly ass will be in everybody's face trying to make friends, but not in this season. I'm going to tell you what I feel. I'm going to tell you what I want. And you either going to allow it, love it, or like it. Or you're going to get the hell on in this season. I'm going to do what you did to me in the last season. But mine is going to be holy and sanctified. I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> I'm going to do what you did on a whole nother level. That you can't even touch. Revenge is not even sweet over here. Because I don't want it. He going to get it for me, baby. Don't worry about nothing. Don't worry about nothing. He going to get it for me. Trust me. Trust me, we paying, we praying and moving. I ain't punching this season. We're praying and moving forward in this season. I don't have time to play with these crazy folks out here. Okay? So today, I want to tell you that your next two weeks are crucial. I need you to focus. Everybody type focus in the chat. Focus, focus. Focus, focus. Focus, focus in this season. In the next two weeks. In the next two weeks, your word is focus. Deep focus. You about to do something that you ain't never been, been you never been able to do before. 